You are now listening to the Lance Curve Show, the boldest spot on internet radio. Now, I don't want it to be misunderstood in any form or fashion. Now, there will be individuals who may blog in or say things and say, well, this brother trying to destroy the grant. But it ain't got nothing to do with the grant. It just got to do with the truth. And sometimes the truth hurts in the black community. And we're ill-equipped as black people when we took the term Afro-American to deal with the truth. Now, if you're black, this is not going to hurt you. But if you're Afro-American, it's going to sting a little bit. But promise you, I promise you, after it's all over, I'm going to put a little iodine on it and I'm going to kiss your boo-boo. I'm going to kiss your boo-boo because it needs to be told. Now, what you're looking at is a tree. Just like any other tree, it's a tree that go back to an era where they used to lynch black people. And lynchings changed. Lynching now is through grant provisions and non-for-profit organizations and well-to-do-good Afro-Americans. See, black people don't lynch black people. That, that's not politically correct. But an Afro-American, he'll lynch you in a minute. All right. And how he do that is that this tree sits at the foot of one of the first black schools and where our children went because nobody else wanted them to go to school with them. And you keep it in the hood, you keep it hood tight. All right. And if you look at the building, you'll see that it looks all modern, but it didn't look like this because it, it was a process to get it to this point. And we were told that a museum was going to go in there. And when they did the lie, they said the whole building was going to be a museum. The whole building. Not a corner, not a, not a picture on the wall, not a plaque in front of it, but a whole museum. Now, keep in mind, this is not white folks that's, that's weaving this deception. This is black folks that's weaving this deception. Right? And it's black folks who keep black folks out of this so-called museum. Now, I didn't show my brother how they ain't got nothing in it and the little bitty display cases that they have in it right now. That didn't used to be there. It didn't, it didn't get in there until I started putting them on blast for the lie that they told. And now they're trying to clean it up. But you can't clean up a lie. You know what happens when you try to clean up a lie? You got to tell another lie to clean up that lie you told. Now, all these major players are black. All the people on the board are black. All right? And, and, but... When it comes down to where the money went, they say that white folks did it. And I'm trying to tell you, white folks ain't did all this dirt and cocoa. White folks ain't did all the dirt in Diamond Square. Okay? Black people got their hands on this, and they all hold addresses in Rockledge. You know, text on the grant, whole addresses in Rockledge. But it's all supposed to be about people and their tax dollars and making a difference and a change. See, that's just a talking point. You know, you got to use what you got to get what you want. So we're going to go on a little bit, and I'm going to show you a little bit. Now, when they told this lie, they moved it through enactments. They got votes, and people got money. And they just didn't get a check. What they do is they do it by getting their friends to come in and put floors in and light fixtures. And they get their friends. And when I say friends, I mean individuals who they, they leagued with. And then their friends cut them a check at the end of the day when they go to the swimming pool at the party. Or they go to lunch with them. 
and their friends get an opportunity to get they cut for what they did to their community. And if you don't live there, it doesn't affect you. In a sense, it affects the people around you. So if you say you care as a politician, you wouldn't cut their throats and you wouldn't stab them in the back. And, and, and unfortunately, you wouldn't urine in a glass of water and tell them, I'm just going to put a little something sweet in your water. You know what I'm saying? To help you along the way. Now, these individuals, and they say, well, D, if you give these names, then you can be sued for slander. And you better prove it because I'm going to get me a slick white lawyer to turn the story around so I look like I did the right thing. But at the end of the day, you still did the wrong thing. And you ain't in political office no more. And people know who you really are, those who care about their community. And they're not scared to talk about it. And for those individuals who want to be upset because I aired Coco's little dirty laundry, well, you might be part of that dirty laundry. That's why you upset. Now, one of the things that hurt the most, the people who want to create a museum, they want to go out and tell you about your history. So we're going to tell you about your history. It used to be a time in the state of Florida that this place used to be swamps and woods and and didn't have no roads. And Mr. Charlie better not catch you a certain place after dark. And if you look sideways at Becky, that you might get strung up from the poplar tree. And they would put you in jail. And when they put you in jail, they, they, they use you for free labor to clear their fields and their swamps and, and make money for them. And in that, 124 years went by before they found out that it's wrong to enslave your brother, to do labor for you, and don't pay him. But ironically, history has a funny way of repeating itself. Because when you're the first black mayor and you sign into enactment and you bring back the chain gang after 120 years, that's not progress. That's called assimilation. You know, the only person that ain't assimilating is you. You the labor and he has assimilated. You know, and when you got a historical name behind yourself, it make it easy for people to sit up there and ignore it. And when you change the name from change gang to workforce development squad because it's more pleasing to the eye and it's more pleasing to the ear. And when you use talking points as they criminals and they 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 heads or they druggies and but they your brother just the same. They just your brother with an issue. Just like this brother who signed that in action, he got an issue. But some issues that you have socially is more acceptable than some issues you have which are physically. And you got to be able to coin a phrase and turn the story around so your issue look like lesser than they issue. Yeah, it's all right. Just like child support. Most men in, in the state of Florida don't realize that child support is administrated by a private industry contract. And that that private industry contract is non-accountable for the shortfall of child support over many a years. And, and, and that... You are propagating a system that is not well-meaning and it's been in effect since 97 and you're not benefiting from it. 
but you say it's the best thing smoking since the brand new toilet paper. It's just like that. Toilet paper, because it ain't good for nothing but blowing your nose and I can't say the other one. Can you say wiping your ass on the internet? Yeah, wiping your ass. Because that's what you get. You get the shorted in the ass when it comes to child support because it's based on uh, a minimum wage. Okay? And if he incarcerated, you ain't going to get nothing. And if he on SSI, DSI, and child uh, social security, you ain't going to get nothing. Because nine times out of ten in their pursuit of chasing child support, that you got to beat the next sister to the child support, man. And if you don't, you ain't going to get nothing. I'm going to tell you how to fix your child support issues. Be responsible how you spread up like a peanut butter jelly sandwich. That's how you figure out your child support. Be a better selection of character. All right? And, and for the hoochie, the ghetto chick, how about you pick your man not because of how much dope he sling or how much lawsuit settlements he get or how pretty he look in the trappings that he get to get your DNA that's how you figure your problem now if your baby daddy got a whole lot of baby mamas how about you do this go to paragraph 7 of the petition which he served with where it states that he is obligated by Florida law to give you insurance medical insurance for the child now the child support people will tell you to go to kid care and, 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 and get insurance. I'm going to tell you a quicker and better way to solve your problem. How about you just do and go get you a life insurance policy on it? All right? Because if he got 12 kids out there, he got five kids out there. If he got four kids out there, you, trust me, sister, you waiting on a, on a pipe dream. You ain't going to get no money and putting them in jail ain't doing nothing but making money for the Department of Corrections, which nine times out of ten, depending on what county that you're in, is private industry. And the only people going to make any money is them. Because by Florida law, they get $300 and some $375 a day, almost $20 for booking fees in, in Pavard County and $3 for meal. And that's from the sheriff's own profit-making farm he got out there. Okay, right out there with the gun range, which we had to fight that battle and we shut that down too. All right, you want to fix your problems, think outside the box. Don't go with the status quo because that means that you're a step behind and you ain't getting ahead. But you, you're accustomed to living like that anyway, not getting ahead. You know, listening to black folks who ain't got your best interest in, you know, the theology pimp and the Negro clan, which is preaching unity when... They know it ain't no unity, but you praying for unity. They use that talking point just like uh, Hitler used the talking point. Well, we got to exterminate the Jews. So what we got to do is come up with a justification because they subhuman and they less of a human being. See, they create talking points to get you mobilized for, for what they want to do when they get in your pocket. Malcolm X, read some of his work. James Baldwin, read some of his work. Marcus Garvey, read some of his work, all right? Get yourself out of them phones and get yourself into some phonics and some books. Enlighten your mind and open up your head. Stop gluing in your brains and sewing in your intelligence. Why don't you spend some time with that? Like the little girl on Maury say, how about that? Why not you do that? How about that? And that'll help your situation better than going with the original talking point. Now, to go back to my museum, which is a joke, 
that I'm addressing as an individual citizen. And I advise every brother out there that got some consciousness about himself, get informed about your community. Don't sit there and cry about your community. Don't sit up there and put your put your fate in the hands of somebody who don't even want to take their shoes under take their shoes off under the table, but they live in a gated community, but they call you the, your brother when they want something for you and they don't know you after they get what they want because November 4th will come and they all up in your grill. Come November 5th they don't know you. All right? And that's real. That's why your young men don't deal with the situation. That's why they don't go to church because there's too many posers, pretenders out there. Oh, speak, speak of the devil. There go one right there. See, poser, you know how you recognize a poser? Because he'll spend almost 97% of his income on a car. It was brought to my attention. I did a case one time. A young man came to me. He had a car loan for seven years. I said, boy, you lost your freaking mind. Ain't no piece of metal from a foreign country worth no seven. You can get you a house for that. I can show you how to get a house for that. And you don't have to have no brick and mortar nor no good credit. If you think outside the box, if you use your head for other than a hat rack, because that's what you look like, a hat rack. All right. Anybody just lay their hat on it and you go with whatever they say. And you can say the same about me, you know, but you need to dig a little deeper you need to engage the conversation. You need to broaden your horizons. And you need to think for yourself. In my community, the big talking point in the black community, while we got food stamps and murder and flocka and Molly and, and, and women prostituting themselves, legal, legal prostitution, all of that, you know what the talking point was? The in Indian River Lagoon. And how we was going to save the Indian River Lagoon. Now, you got a black politician running for a black area that ain't got jack. And he was more concerned about the Indian River Lagoon. How about that? And won the election on, on that. Didn't even, didn't even address none of the issues of his community. It's a popularity contest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes, we can make it a popularity contest. Yes, we can make it a popularity contest. Yeah, you heard me. Now... You say, well, that brother crazy because he won't even be able to go get him a glass of water and everybody in the world going to come at him. And you true. You right. And yeah, his community going to hate him for putting him out on blast. Yeah, you true about that. And yeah, that brother, he ain't going to be able to get nothing from his sister because he's talking about her bad. Yeah, that's true about that. But I could truthfully say this. For all the Afro-Americans who strung me up, I got me good Good white Klan men to cut me down. All right? Because they'll help me before my brother will. But my brother will be the first to talk about unity. And no, they ain't going to hurt me because we don't really have a lot of racial problems in uh, Pavard County. Because nine times out of ten, if you dig a little dishier, deeper in the racial problem in Pavard County, you'll find out that the black people behind it and not the white people. And it's real. And I'm not making this up, and I'm not trying to be your Uncle Tom, and I ain't trying to bleach my color, and this ain't the Maury show, and I'm not the confused Negro who think he, ble think he white, right? But it's, it's real, and it's the realist of life. Stop blaming him for your problem and engage the problems of your community. Stop blaming them and saying that there ain't no black men in the family 
when it's easier to just change the way you are. Stop looking for six-figure men. Got bad news, sisters. They ain't the answer. Because they just as screwed up as the brother that ain't got but two cents in his pocket. Stop stalking football players and entertainers. Because that's what you're doing. You're stalking them. All right? All you did is flip the script. And if you really want a decent man, stop imagining that you're under domestic violence because you're upset because he want to think for himself and you want to lay your hands on him because you think he need to be blessed by you. All right? And, and, and then when the police come, you come with this fabrication that he abusive because the white man been trained to think he big and aggressive. He a big, aggressive buck. And he pours a threat. Because in actuality... At the end of the day, you will find out, and they've already came to this conclusion. Even the United States Army then came to the conclusion that black women are more aggressive than black men. And that most of the time, you, you create the problem with too much mouth and not enough common sense. Right? And you really don't understand that maybe if you pick a better class of man instead of trying to satisfy your sexual ego. Uh, they got this sister called Jill Scott. She mad right now. Because she went out there and bought her a husband. She went out and bought her a husband. Yeah, you heard me say it. She bought her a husband. And then when they flip the script and they want to get paid just like you want to get paid for being in a marriage, now she mad and she want to call it dick dick envy. Uh, and I'm going through a dick thing, you know. And I got it got so good to me I got blinded. You know, she come up with a reason why she went out and bought her a husband. All right. You can't buy no good man. And if you do buy you a good man, I can guarantee that's a defective product. All right. So don't go buy you no man. Be like TLC and get ready to scrub in the left hand side. How about you do that? Like that little girl on Murray, that little that little white girl on Murray. Say, How about that? How about that? All right. Won't you do that? All right. All right. Brothers. How about if you knew she wasn't capable of being no mother and you knew she wasn't wifey material, how about you just forego tugging on them panties? Okay? Because all good, all good poo nanny ain't good poo nanny to you. Sometimes it can be very dangerous. It can do a lot of things to you, like economically destroy you, give you HIV, herpes syndrome, all that good stuff. She can even psychologically ruin your children, mess up your seed. Okay, if you meet a sister girl, no, let me start again. Back in the day, you could go and you could meet a woman with four or five kids. And you could be a father, knowing that you got defects as a man. Because history teaches all this. Everything, everything is cause and effect in life. So you go out and you meet a sister. This was back in the 70s and the 60s. You can go get that woman and she got a piece of job scrubbing toilets and scrubbing floors and working for Blue-Eyed Becky. And, and, and you got a little job as a concrete layer, a carpenter, a brick mason. And you were proud to go in there and be father to them children because their father died or he was in jail or, or he was just a, a rolling stone. Y'all don't know nothing about them rolling stones. That's it, that's it, that's it. You better hear a fair kind message about the natural man. Because that's what he mean when he said that she ain't looking for Red October. She looking for the 3rd of September. But you wouldn't know that because you don't want to dig a little deep. That's Bobby Womack for y'all that don't know who that is too. So if I talk in these analogies, please don't fill out the loop. 
and all of y'all that know what time it is, you 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 sitting back saying, "Amen, Mr. Brother, put it on the line." Okay, so let me finish. Now you could go get that man, and that man could go get that woman, and they could create a nation, and they can give a child what is needed, stability and hope. Because on one hand you got nurture, you got nurturing, and on the other hand you got good leadering, and, and you might even get to go to church with him and praise the Lord, and your life would be better. Now they redefine what is a good man you know and he don't and, and, and he wising up sister girl he wising up he understanding his economic power because come the first of the year mr trump got something for you for the first of the year if you ain't paying attention this is the first christmas we had where gas was almost under two dollars that means the last time that happened was 1978 and but you know now i'm i'm showing my age now Show them age now. No, no, they don't believe in wise people because they ignore wise people. They like those, them coons and them buffoons, them dressed up monkeys. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.